Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's time for Come and Talk It with your host, Michael Cargill, brought to you by Texas Law Shield. Over the last decade, Michael has championed and supported the rights of law-abiding Texans to own and use firearms. He is the owner of Central Texas Gunworks, a veteran of the United States Army, and has achieved national exposure in such prestigious media outlets such as Forbes Magazine, Fox Business News, CNN Money, AOL, BBC World News, Huffington Post, and the New York Times. Cargill vigorously defends lawful gun ownership in this country without regard to party politics. And now, here's Michael Cargill. Hey, you hear him say he's going to kill me? Yes. I'm at the dumpster. Put the gun up and go inside. You pulled a gun in front you of our children. You pulled a gun in front of my kids. Where for mattress. Point it in the If you come within three foot of me, I'm going to kill you. Okay. You're not going to shoot my husband. Whoa. Shoot one. me. You're dead. Point it. Point it. Good day, Austin, Texas, the live music capital of the world. Let's praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. That's right. So you were taking a look at the video out of Abilene, Texas, and that's from back in 2018. Uh, that's right. That's 2018 when you had the father-son tag team standing in the alley that they share with one of their other neighbors, and they're arguing over a mattress, a box spring. Yeah, that's what I said. Zach, I said a mattress. A, a mattress. mattress. Yes, they're arguing over a mattress because someone put a mattress in the alley. And honestly, at this point, I don't even know who put the mattress in the alley. I don't know if it was the father, the son, if it was the, the other neighbors. I don't even know. All I know is there was a mattress in the alley, they're arguing about this mattress. So you got dad standing there with a pistol in his hand, no shirt on. His son is standing behind him with, uh, with a shotgun, no shirt on. And then, boom, they blew this other neighbor away in the alley that they share over this mattress. All because of a mattress. It's always something so minor. And this case has not gone to court yet. So this happened in 2018. And, and the reason I, I'm showing this video is because Texas justice takes some time. You know, people are all upset and they're all up in arms talking about Lubbock, Texas. There's a judge involved in this, you know, that this shooting incident in Lubbock, Texas, you know, and they're all upset because, you know, Kyle Carruth, you know, there are no charges there. And, and Chad Reed has been shot. He's dead. And they're like, why, you know, why are charges not being filed? How come no one's been arrested? Well, unfortunately, it takes some time. This case has been referred, and we're talking about the case in Lubbock, has been referred to the, the Texas Attorney General's office. So they're taking over that case, and they're handling it now. And so we're going to have to wait until they do their investigation. This is something, you know, out of the ordinary. And plus, there's a judge involved. When there's a judge involved, 
it takes time. They want to make sure they dot their I's and they cross their T's. So it's going to take a little time. This case that we just showed you, that video here, uh, that case happened in Abilene, Texas in 2018, and they're going to go to trial in January of 2022. January 2022. So they're walking around scot-free since 2018. They were arrested one time, bailed out. They got arrested again because the, the bail money was increased. They bailed out, and they've been walking around since 2018 over a shooting in the alley over a mattress. It takes some time. Relax, people. Justice is coming in Lubbock. And I don't know, like I said last week, I don't know if we remember what I said last week, you know, God's going God's gonna to get him. You know, God's coming from. It's going to happen. Eventually it'll happen. And also, you can stand your ground in Texas even when you kill a cop. You hear about that story, Zach? Tell me more. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, yes. You can stand your ground in Texas even when you kill a cop. Man, I'm going to wait and talk about that a little later. I'm not going to tell you now. We're going to wait a little bit. We're also going to we're gonna travel over to, like, uh, Kentucky. I'm going to talk about some things in Kentucky this out, uh, today. We're going to talk about a, there's a confession. An, a, a killer was executed. Prior to him getting executed, he confessed to other killings or to another killing. Going to talk about that. We're going to go to Michigan, talk about ah, some legislation that's going to be moved in Michigan. We're going to talk about some trespassers. You know, Central Texas Laura gets three years because she shot at census workers. Going to talk about that because a lot of people think that you can actually shoot trespassers. You cannot shoot trespassers. People think that you can, sh you can do a warning shot. You can't fire warning shots. That is deadly conduct. That is aggravated assault. It sounds good. It looks good, you know, in the movies and all that good kind of stuff. But unfortunately, in reality, the law does not like that. You can't fire warning shots. You cannot. And you cannot shoot trespassers. I, I hear so many people talk about, well, my dad, my uncle, you know, lives out here in West Texas. And he said, you know, you cross for his, you go across his property, he gonna blow you away. When unfortunately, your daddy is gonna go to jail because you can't shoot trespassers. Gonna talk about that. And then we're gonna travel over to California because California, man, a would-be victim manages to get the robber's gun and use it against them and shoot, you know, shooting one of them dead. Gonna talk about that. We're going to go all around the country here. We're going to stay in the United States. We're not even going to leave the U.S. We're going to stay right here. We're going to talk about all these things. And I want you, you know, my question to you is, man, you can stand your ground in Texas even when you kill a cop. What is the stand your ground law? The stand your ground law says anywhere you have a right to be, as long as you're not committing a crime, as long as you're, you're, not, you're not provoking someone, you didn't start the fight, then you can stand your ground. If that person's committing aggravated kidnapping, murder, sexual assault, aggravated sexual assault, robbery, aggravated robbery, you can stand your ground. You have no duty to retreat. We're going to talk about that. People get the stand your ground law mixed up with the castle doctrine. The castle doctrine says that if someone with unlawful force attempts to enter or remove you from your home, your vehicle, your place of business, you can use force or daily force to stop them. That is the castle doctrine. There's a difference between the castle doctrine and the stand your ground law. Stand your ground law says, hey, what if I'm walking down the street? What if I'm in a store? What if I'm, you know, just at work and all of a sudden something happens, someone tries to kill me, 
I can stand my ground. I have no duty to retreat. I can defend myself. I don't have to run away. As long as I don't provoke the person, as long as I'm not committing a crime, then I can stand my ground. I have no duty to retreat. Committing a crime. You got to make sure you can legally have the gun there. If you can't have the gun there, then you can't use the gun there because you're committing a crime. You got to look at everything. We got to remove feelings from this. Look at the totality of everything. Unfortunately, feelings is a song that was written in the 70s. So get away from feelings and let's look at the law. The law says something totally different. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. This is Coley on Noir, and you're listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Talk. 1370. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. So, you know, can you stand your ground in Texas even when you kill a cop? You know, folks in Midland love their police officers. They also love their guns. But what happens when those two feelings come, you know, come together and they actually conflict one another? You know, more, t- uh, you know, basically uh, what happens when a homeowner lawfully defending his family shoots and kills a man he thinks is an intruder. And that man turns out to be a cop. Now, this terrible series of events came to pass in Midland in the wee hours of March 5th, 2019, right around 1.16 a.m. in the morning. That's usually when things happen. After 12 midnight, you know, before 5 o'clock in the morning, police were notified by their dispatcher that an alarm had gone off at a at a home of David Wilson, a self-made oil man in a t- you know, little area in the north part of the city there. And Officer Nathan Hayden Heidelberg and a rookie named Victoria Ali arrived and walked around the house and checked the back door, which they found locked. Then they went to the front where Ali pushed down the lever on the handle of the nine-foot stainless steel door. Um, it was a little glass window there, and a voice alarm sounded, and Heidelberg closed the door. By this point, two other officers had arrived. Heidelberg opened the door again, and there's a flashlight inside, and 
He announced himself, Midland Police, come to the sound of my voice. Moments later, a shot was fired, hitting Heidelberg in the wrist and then the chest. He fell and his buddies rushed him away. Unfortunately, the wound was mortal and Heidelberg died at the hospital an hour later. Wilson, 37, was arrested and charged with manslaughter with recklessly causing Heidelberg's death. The two men were popular around Midland, Texas there, and Wilson grew up in Snyder, 88 miles south, where his father was an oil man. He dreamed of you know, starting his own oil company at the age of just 20 years old. And in 2003, he did. A company called Unitex Oil and Gas. He married Amy, his high school sweetheart, and the couple had three daughters. The couple taught Sunday school at First Baptist Church there, where he was a deacon, and his company was so successful. And so this, this little incident happened on this particular day, and he thought that that was someone breaking into his house. He defending himself. He didn't know it was a law enforcement officer, and the jury found him not guilty. And I'm curious, you know, what are your thoughts about that? Our call-in number is 512-643-5483, Come and talking. So, because I'm, I'm curious, because there's a case in, in Killeen, Texas, where police were executing a no-knock warrant, and the homeowner ended up shooting at the police, and this guy's looking, you know, this, this guy didn't find the same fate. You know, his, his, his outcome of his case is totally different. This guy was arrested, convicted, you know, for murder, for shooting at the police. And it was the same situation. Didn't know it was police. They were executing a warrant. And he defended himself. So I'm just curious because justice, I don't think justice is actually, is, is, is actually carried out evenly depending on who it is. But you know what? Enough about that. Let me welcome to the show Leonardo. Welcome to Come and Talking. Hi. How you doing? I'm doing great. All right. So Leonardo took our, our firearm safety course, and you're a comedian, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm a comedian with a gun. A, a comedian with a gun. Come to my show, and if you don't laugh, you're not making it out. <laughs> punchline, and you better hit the beeline. I'm coming blasting. Oh, my goodness. So what did you think about the class? I mean, your class was great. The number one thing I learned in your class is that when you have a gun, just shoot. It doesn't matter who's there. It doesn't matter which direction. You just fire because bullets are cheap, and you just want to unload as many as possible. I don't remember teaching you that. It's 100% what I took away. So I have two guns, and I just blast. That's how I go, That's how I go to my car in the morning. I just start blasting. And my boyfriend's like, I guess she wants coffee. Got to keep that. Yeah, keep the uh, the the property the property value down. Just go out, walk outside. Just pow, 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 pow. That's right. Like, good morning, neighbors. Lack of gentrification I'm now. And they're like, oh god, another person from New York is here. <laughs> Just learned about guns. <laughs> oh man, what else you take away from it? What do you think about the people in the class? Oh god, that was an interesting class, dude. I, first of all, I think um, we should enforce the policy that liberals want with guns. On liberals, mm. 100%. I think we should, because they don't know what they're doing. They're out of control. They're like toddlers in a candy shop that, like, the whole time, like, all they've all they've ever wanted to do was just eat as much candy as possible, <laughs> but they have to pretend like they don't. So this whole time, like, I feel like liberals just want guns, and they just want to just blast everyone they don't agree with, but they're <laughs> like, no, nobody can have guns, you know? And then you, you set them loose with, there was a woman in the in the class who was like, you could tell she was a liberal. She just moved to California, 
And she was like, well, I'm going to take this gun safety training because now I live in Texas and everybody's dangerous. And then, like, every time you were teaching us something, she wanted a fight with you about why the law was that way. <laughs> As if I wrote, wrote As the if law. You, she, and she, had like a, she, was, she was, like, fighting a vendetta. I was like, listen, sweetheart, go home, call your dad, tell him whatever he did. It's okay. <laughs> you know, because that's who your problem is with. Tell Would us. you just leave this poor man alone? He's just trying to tell you how to not get yourself killed, which, you know, you know, you're going to do a pretty bad job of as soon as we give you a gun. Tell us whether ma- bad man touched you on the doll here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or in her case, didn't touch you, and now you're still upset about it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. All right, all right. And then she was the one who, when we went to, to the field, was a danger to herself and society. Mm. They gave her the big AR-15. First of all... She, she was the fifth person to go, so she'd already seen so many people go and know that the, the butt of the gun is supposed to go into your shoulder. She put half the gun over her shoulder like she was loading a bazooka. And then she starts to turn back towards all the people with Flagging to point everybody. the gun. And the guy is like, oh, no, he catches her. And he's like, you do that again, and we're going to have to send you home. I was like, just send her home now. Send her home now. Oh, man. We call that the three stooges. You got like a two by four or something on your shoulder. Yes. Someone yells your name. You just turn that, one way and you that, knock a bunch of people out. Yeah. Except she's got a gun. Out of control. With a range of like out of know, 800 yards on it. Easy. This woman was out of control. Oh, Probably no. started the Me Too movement. That's funny though. But yeah, what, what you're talking about there is um, you, you hit on a huge point, which is the bigotry of low expectations. You mm. know, when they start talking about. You know, hey, um, if a teacher is is confident and competent that they can own and carry a gun at their workplace, being a school where, you know, our most precious commodity tomorrow's, you know, the, the youth of today, the, the future of tomorrow is Tomorrow's at, communists. Yeah. Coming out. Then they should be able to, you know, have that choice to protect themselves in their classroom uh, against a, a deadly threat. And they go, oh, no, 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 no. I'm a teacher and I want to kill all my students. So I would just end up using It's like. What? what are you saying about yourself? We have I've, other problems. I've then. heard, I've heard teachers say that. I've heard, I've heard other uh, young adults say that about you know. Oh, I'm just looking out for the teachers out there because I know that I wouldn't fault a teacher if they just went ahead and killed half of my classmates in front of me. It's like, dude, maybe you, you should. You, go yeah, home. yeah, you yeah. need you need to check in. You need to look in the mirror because <laughs> it's not it's not the majority of lawful gun owners that's the problem. It's you. And thank you for not having a gun, by the way. Yeah. Well, that's why I think we should just keep humoring them with their uh, arguments. Like, yeah, yeah, don't worry. Nobody has guns. Just stay away from it. Nobody has guns. You know, yeah. but like, I feel like uh, I, I I heard the argument about teachers should have guns and everything. And I was all for it until this year when all the teachers came out as communists. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I don't want them having guns because they're going to be like, how many genders are they? Damn yeah. it! <laughs> Say two. Say two. Or like there's the footage of this one woman who was she was having a meltdown because she was going to go see some some performer. And she's like, everyone, you have to wear your mask in class because I'm going to see this guy this weekend. Oh God. And I don't want to be sick for it. And you're going to kill me before I can go see this guy. It's like because she just has to get the social media updates of like being you know, yeah. 200 yards from the stage taking woo selfies. Out of control. Yeah, that's more important to her than, like, her kid's ability to breathe clean air. I mean, she doesn't, she doesn't like those kids at all. No, If she could put don't. their face in the dirt for half the day, she that's, would 
that's the, that would be a that would be the day for her. That's the thing about it. And also, I lived in New York City for ten years. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Where where were you at when you lived there? New York City. Well, Manhattan. Oh, I Queens, was all Bronx. over. I grew up in the Bronx. I lived in Queens. I lived in Brooklyn. Uh-huh. And then my last bit, I was in Harlem. Okay, excellent. Yeah, not bad. Definitely yeah. straight up city kid. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I mean, the kids were definitely packing. Yeah. Kindergarten. It was like, really? Oh, you want to see my you think cat? So? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. There, there, there was a time. No, when you once Mike. you got to middle school, high school, that's when start. But even then, in... even then, everybody was too poor to have a gun. They just had like knives. I mean, very, very few. Well, very few. No, nah, it's very are, few. Are you familiar with the Brian De Palma movie Carlito's Way with Al yes. Pacino? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was written by a Bronx DA, and he had stories about you know growing up. He and his friends would build Mike Cargill zip guns. What's a zip gun? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're talking about back in the day when when they kids just had real skills. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so that that was a thing, and even. <laughs> It I wasn't. Would... It wasn't just a hillbilly kid thing. Like, oh, I got you know my BB gun or my yeah. twenty-two target pistol in my locker, which was a thing in rural communities across America. But in the cities, like they were like building stuff in shop. Yeah, but I re- I respect those kids. Yeah, you know the kids. Uh. That, the kids that had like the illegal guns that they bought, they weren't coming to school. So yeah, exactly. So zip guns, essentially, it's uh, it, it could be pretty much any caliber, but you're basically just you've got a a tube and a firing mechanism that you'll either uh slingshot back like a a, a spring loaded or even like bungee cord uh loaded uh, mechanism, and you just let it go, kind of like a slingshot, and that's gonna you got a single shot twenty two rim fire or whatever you, you know you you uh, you built the thing out for. It's basically a gun yeah. you make out of a lead pipe almost. Yeah, yeah, you know. Kid stuff. <laughs> the fun yeah. stuff. The fun stuff. We come back from the break and talk about Columbus, Ohio. Murder charges against Jason Mead filed in death of Casey Goodson Jr. Going to talk about that and more. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Hi, this is Stephen Wolford, the Barefoot Defender. I get my global gun news from Michael Cargill at Come and Talk It. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Talk 13.7, the right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're back, and I want to go over to Columbus, Ohio here. So Columbus, charges have been filed in the shooting death of Casey Goodson Jr. by Franklin, Franklin County Sheriff's Deputy nearly a year ago. So Jason Meade was indicted Thursday on two charges of murder and one count of reckless homicide. The charges were filed in Franklin County Court, and he is scheduled to be arraigned Friday at 1 p.m. And his lawyer said, you know, he will plead not guilty and issued a statement detailing the account of what happened. And who he was granted a, granted disability retirement and left the sheriff's office in July. You know, so we'll see what happens in this. What's going on with this here? So basically, uh, because of the Franklin County Prosecutor's Office, they're representing the sheriff's office in all legal proceedings. Special prosecutors Gary Schroyer and Tim Merkel have been added to the case. They made a presentation to the Franklin County Court uh, grand jury there that resulted in today's uh, indictment there. And so the death of Goodson, 23, was the first in a series of fatal shootings by law enforcement officers against black people in the Columbus area. Also including Andre Hill and Micaiah Bryant that sparked protests around the city. So a lot of stuff's going on out there in Columbus. I don't know. Charges shed light on what happened on December 4, 2020 when Meade and, and a white deputy encountered Goodson. And they come, uh, come after months of statements from law enforcement, family members, and other attorneys that sometimes conflicted with one another. So we have to watch this case and see how it turns out and see what's going on. Because something's happening. There's some unrest going on in Columbus there, you know, between the people and the law enforcement. Uh, they need to have some kind of mediator come in and kind of cool things down a little bit. Need some conflict resolution. A lot of road rage going on around the country. I feel it. You feel it? Oh, yeah. When you're driving around? In Texas? Yes. Dude, I don't know what's up with everybody in Texas. Just, they, they drive like their house is on fire. <laughs> Why do you say that? To get to the red light first. Got it. Nobody knows how to merge. Uh, nobody knows how to use the passing lane. And then people tailgate. So, like, if you're leaving space because you're a responsible driver, they're like, oh, I guess this idiot doesn't know there's room between them and the other car. And then they cut you off. And you're like, if I had a gun. <laughs> I wouldn't use it because I took your safety class. That's too. right. That's right. See, you, you know keep better it now. in the glove compartment. That's what you do. There you go. Exactly. Uh, my my great grandfather, I tell you, he was like ninety six years old, and he used to. We he still drove. He wanted to be the first one out the gate when the light turned green. Yeah. Oh yeah. When light, I mean, light turned green. He was like er, burning rubber, everything out the gate, off the line. That's I, that's one thing. <laughs> that's that's taking an initiative as to where you want to go. He had somewhere but, to go. But what she's talking about is you see a sea, a vast ocean of red lights on 35 North as there is just gridlock. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Leaped myself there. Okay. Okay. They're on the friggin' gas uh-huh. until the moment that they're jumping on the brakes 
only two car lengths until they're about to rear end somebody. Yep. Mm. And and nobody knows how to do it. Nobody knows how to just like chill out. And I, I, I mean, great business to start down here would be a brake changing service because right. oh, I can't. Uh. I can't great imagine... business to start down here would be a morgue. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you say a morgue? Because they're insane. First of all, they drive like maniacs, and then you'll pull up beside them, and you'll see that they're full-blown texting. Like, not even like, <laughs> yeah. oh, they're like, in their phone. Driving with sure. the knee. And you're yeah. just like, I'm... I you need to be like I understand yeah. like I'm totally against the automated driving, but I'm like for people like you, you should not be allowed to drive. Like when when I was uh, new-ish to the road, <laughs> I, I stopped doing this when I was in my 20s. But I used to keep like whole bushels of pennies in a cup holder, and I had a moonroof in my Acura, and I, they they would just go straight. If if I could not see your headlights, if you were tailgating me so because I drive quick anyway, yeah. Like, I wanna. I take an initiative is where I need to be, and and I've been to Italy a couple times. I know that the passing lane is a sacred place. Yeah. Oh yeah. So Italy's I don't. So good about I, I that. don't. I don't linger in the the passing lane, and so if someone's gonna be tailgating me in the exit or the driving lane, then just a handful of pennies go out the mo- straight up out of the moonroof. If they hit. <laughs> The hood of your car and your windshield that happens, and then that's, that's it. Get you, for that. <laughs> <laughs> See, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's better than a handful of bullets coming out of your gun, all right? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. he's keeping a peace. He's, yeah. he's just making it rain. He's like, yeah. you look like you could use some change. That's yeah. what he's go, saying. Go to Mohegan Sun, hit yeah. the penny slot. Please, Have fun with that. Please do not do that. <laughs> we heard on Come and Talk It that you can. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Just let it go. It's not that serious. Let it go. I think we got to remember that it's other people in the car. Can I say that? No, you can't say that. Never mind. Never happened. I'm from New York. That's just like <laughs> you, saying you cranberry pick, You picked two of the worst people to have on at the same time. A group of New England and a New Yorker. Uh, just concentrate. <laughs> yeah. Just concentrate real hard. <laughs> hey, I want to go over to uh, Kentucky. Uh, is it Kentucky? Yeah, I think it is Kentucky. Where... Um, you have a uh, actually around the country, some elected officials have posted pictures of themselves and their family on social media holding rifles, you know, AR-15s, and and the media is just going crazy, you know. So uh, U.S. Rep. Uh, Thomas Massey is, you know, he's drawing a lot of criticism because he did a photo posted on he posted on social media of his entire family there, and they're all holding rifles. AR-15s, AKs. I'm seeing the AKs. No, no AKs. Good. I like this family. No AKs. You know, we don't like AKs. Uh, just AR-15s. American rifle. All right, armor light rifle. UN American rifle. Uh, so yeah, and then and 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 then this is going on across the country because now you know you have other elected officials saying, hey, well, let's get our family into the mix and let's take a photo uh, and Merry Christmas and and take photos of uh, of <laughs> rifles as well. Uh, what do you guys think about that? Uh. We are who Europeans think Americans are. <laughs> <laughs> I got my gun, you got my gun, my child got a gun, my dog has his gun. Yeah. Welcome to America. Yeah, I saw I saw a Photoshop version of the picture last night. Oh boy. Uh that was posted by um, you know, aging alternative icon Jello Biafra, frontman for the famed band Dead Kennedys. And uh it was photoshops that they all had. Um, I guess we'll say adult novelty implements in their hands oh. instead of guns. And Ooh. yeah. And then, and when you read the comment, like Instagram won't let me comment anymore from, from the account that I'm on. Ooh. Like they made me a silent observer. 
So, but I, I look at, at comments and there was just so many comments where it's like, when did punk rock become a safe place? It's like, if, if, if punk rock is so against Nazis, then why do, why are they so anti-gun, which is the same position that ironically Hitler had on gun. Ooh. Um, but as far as the picture itself, I think I'm a firm believer. There's no such thing as bad publicity. So the first time that I saw it, which the, 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 the photo's coming up on like what, three weeks old at this yeah. point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The moment that I saw it, I was like, I was like, this is going to age pretty well. I'm like, he's he's going to get enough, you know, out of this where he can steer it in the right direction and get reelected. And he's not the only person that did this. The other other elected officials came out and did the same thing. I feel like uh, elected officials posing with their guns is like what um, your nudes being leaked used to be. It was like everybody knows you. Everybody knows you're doing sex, but America doesn't want to know about it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's really is until you get a guy like Rand Paul, who he goes and he's got like a full auto gun and he shoots his district's tax code, and he he puts that out as like, <laughs> yeah, he 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 put out a video uh, doing that. Rand Paul's awesome. Yeah, he he well, he was until he went pro vax. Uh, oh, did he go pro vax? I missed did. that. Yeah, yeah, he's he's got some weird double speak about it that he's really coming. He's out on with. my naughty list now. Yeah, yeah, so. There was him, and then actually uh, Don Huffines, who's running for governor right now against uh, you know the Rhino Abbott. Um, he's done the same thing. He's he's shot up tax codes. And for stuff the record, like I support Greg Abbott. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> but go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Um. And yeah, and so Don Huffines is a lot cooler because he shot up a tox- tax code and Abbott didn't. Uh, and you had someone still signs from your yard. I did. Yeah, so um, I live in the People's Republic of Austin, um, <laughs> which is a great place to be if you. His, you know, his sign Austin must say Republican is one of the or five something. safest big cities in the country. His, his, <laughs> his, his sign must say something about Republican or something. It says like. a real Republican. Ah, it has to. It, it had sa- to. It, it to. says a real Republican. So they're like, there's, and they they stole your sign in the middle of the day. In the middle of the day, it was there in the morning. It was there when my cross street neighbor came back from hockey practice. But I left to go to Central Market, which I always show up wearing a shirt that says like Beto, fake Mexican, real pendejo, or or another shirt that says, you know, my my Hillary Clinton killed my friends shirt I wear uh, proudly um, in Central Market. Um, And I came home and it was gone. Wow. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll just replace that with four of them. (laughs) And, you know, I'll have a stack of at least 16, 18 of them in the garage ready to go. If anything happens to any one of those, so did you, you know, install a camera to see who did it? See, I, I got that think, question too. Yeah, I got I got a thing about cameras. He doesn't want to do cameras. I don't. Yeah, at least not your atypical commercially available ones. We can do what yeah. I do. I I hide in the in the tree. There you, you know, go. And with a water gun. Yeah. And you know, just wait for him. <laughs> What's well, the water I, gun? For I you? hide in the tree with a real gun. No, no, no. I, I got or, from or Central so, Texas. Go to <laughs> Please don't. <And> then, <laughs> or some eggs, you know, inside the water gun. Right. That are um, cracked. My thing about cameras, especially like the Nest or the Simply Safe and all those, it's like, oh, why are they so cheap and readily available? It's yeah. like, oh, they've got their own terms of agreement, just like your social media account. Right. So they're listening in on you and all that. It's like any other device. Like, I remember there was a uh, a use of force issue with a home, and it was such a great thing because the 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 law enforcement was going to tap into the audio on their Amazon listening devices. Oh no! To, so, so it's like, oh, so you're just going ahead and you've got 
all my audio on file and you're going to pull it up at well, any why. Di- oh my yeah. yeah so no bueno i never understood why people <laughs> need an amazon alexa like they're like, <laughs> they're like but like what if i don't like want to go on my phone and like really like just like push the button to play the music yeah. die now because you yeah. can't even oh i mean live forever and, then, <laughs> and oh it's the f word oh yeah right. See, didn't yeah. even register because it's like that's just like new york breakfast cereal is, <laughs> so you just have a bowl of so, f's so in the my, morning mike my, my, my cargill funny story about me my parents didn't take that much of an interest in me so one one <laughs> such year i had to go I to take that I had to sit in mm-hmm. in my own PTA meeting. Wow. So everything that my parents were supposed to hear about me. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine a 14-year-old kid's hearing? And they're like, in the swearing. And I was like, what, are you, what the F are you talking about? They're like, <laughs> they're like that right there. I was like, oh, you know, F. They're like, yeah, that too. They're like, they're like you say it so casually that we don't even know how to respond to you. And we've all talked about this in the break room. All right, we come back from the break. We're going to talk about how chaos erupts in a Walmart after suspected shoplifter deploys bear spray. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Folks, this is Doug Man Jones. <laughs> and I get my gun news from Michael Cargill at Come and Talk It. Austin's Talk, 1370. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. Over in Colorado, chaos just completely erupts in a Walmart after the suspected shoplifter deploys bear spray. So, you know, shoppers are out shopping this particular Sunday here, last Sunday. And emergency response dispatchers began receiving multiple calls reporting that bear spray had been deployed at a Walmart in Greeley, Colorado, around about 1.30 p.m. in the afternoon. You know, it's a Sunday, Sunday afternoon, 1.30. You know, people are in Walmart, they're shopping. I don't know why you'd be in Walmart on a Sunday afternoon at 1.30. (laughs) I would be called dead in Walmart, especially on a Sunday. Uh, But due to the chaos as customers fled from the spray, some callers reported there was possibly an active shooter situation. And Greeley police said, whoa, hold on. When police arrived, you know, uh, at the retailer, however, they determined there was no guns or active shooter involved at all. People just panicking. You know, and it's, it's Colorado. They've been through a lot in Colorado, you know. They had, that's where they had the shooting, you know, Columbine, the high school shooting. Uh, so those people are adults now. They're parents. And that's also Colorado's where they had the, the shooting in the movie theater. Aurora. Aurora. So that's right. So, you know, so, you know, rightfully so, they're, you know, PTSD there. You know, there's like, man, bear spray, boom, pow, oh my God, shooting. They panicked. You know, so, you know, they, there's people, you know, they're still in therapy right now. So I, I, I can understand how they went complete chaos there. All right. So, but you know what? I want to switch back a little bit and talk about Lubbock, Texas. Lubbock, Texas. What's his name? Kyle Carruth. Yep. Uh, you know, can we say allegedly or should we say he just shot, he shot and killed someone? Supposed to say allegedly, right? Supposed to, uh, yeah. Well, he shot him. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I, I saw him shoot him. So allegedly, <laughs> I'm allegedly I saw him shoot him. <laughs> How about that? Sue that. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah. So uh, Colorado. What do you think about that? So you know, and and it, people are still arguing about the fact that 
you know, you know, can you shoot a trespasser? You know, I, I, I actually have people, I'm going back and forth with people on Twitter, and they're telling me that, you know, someone's outside in your yard, you tell them to leave, you know, if you feel threatened, you can actually shoot and kill this person because they're trespassing your property. You know, and I'm just like, no, don't do that. But they're not listening to me. So, you know what? Screw it. You know what I say? Yeah, let's just do a, a lawyer ref- referral program here. That's what we should do from now on. You know, just, <laughs> you, know, you, know you do what you do. You do you, boo-boo. You know, you be you, and then we're just going to refer you to an attorney. You know, what do you, what do you think about that, that shooting, Jason? Um, it actually just blows me away. So I've watched the video, like, numerous times, and each time I'm just, like, speechless about it. I mean, obviously – um, he went in, he went to get the gun, you know, obviously, uh, somebody who doesn't have control over their anger should not have a gun like that. Um, but yeah, no, he's definitely, he definitely was in the wrong. Uh, what about, uh, firing a warning shot? What do you think? Well, was it a warning shot? Zach, was it a warning shot? Well, it looked like he kind of shot at his foot, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think he like shot his leg or something like no, that. No, he shot the ground. He shot at the ground? I'm okay. pretty sure he shot the ground. They haven't said he shot him in the foot. I mean that's obviously a no no as well. I mean yeah. that could that bullet could have gone anywhere. You know it could have hit the wife, could have even hit the kid. You know, mm. so yeah, yeah. Now, if he did shoot him, I don't. I think he did, but I think that would have been his opportunity to shoot him when he, when the um, when Chad Reed reached for him and then grabbed the gun and he said, "I'll take this from you," you know, and then he actually grabs it. I think that's the window of opportunity for him to actually be able to actually shoot him right there. But I think he missed that opportunity because I think he, he just took a step back and he just fired at the ground to t- you know purposely shoot a warning shot, and then he moved from there, and I think that opportunity passed. It, th- this is just me seeing it from all angles. Sure. I'm not coming to anyone's rescue. I, but I you're a Kyle, so you're standing I, up for the Kyles. Well, you know. Just keep it real. Gathering of the Juggalos, <laughs> gathering of the Kyles. There's a thin line that divides them. <laughs> um, so... When I saw that round go off, uh-huh. I saw an ND. I think that Kyle may have mm. just had bad trigger finger discipline, took the safety off, and just clenched his whole hand as baby daddy was trying to get the rifle oh, away no, from him. No, no, let's take a look at the video here. He cause... jerks his whole body when the when the rifle goes off. Uh, I don't want to take a look at the video because uh... – we got the audio up yeah, on it? We, well, we got the video going right now, so there... You got to hear the gunshot. You don't see it. Well, but you'll see the... I want you to see the emotions, see the, the, the you know, what they're doing. Okay, let's, let's listen to the audio. Keep rolling that. I want to keep rolling to that next video that goes after that when we merge both of them together. But go ahead. What are you gonna say? But now, yeah, on, on that fifth or eighth, whatever time it is that I'm watching it, it does look like he kind of deliberately he pointed, deliberately pointed, pointed at the ground. Yeah, well, to, not only to the ground, but see, this is why I work to the this side. Is when I'm a right juror leg. and I work on you in the jury room and I get you to change your mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why? No, that's... Okay. Why are people attacking people with a gun? Can we talk about that? So that's on you. Boo-boo. Well, it's real. It's real short man syndrome that we're looking at here. So Kyle's standing at a, a staggering what five six or so, and he's got a towering, really heated up baby daddy on his property. 
He doesn't like that. Doesn't like that. This man is bowing me, you know, bowing up on me. Yeah. He's, he's chest thumping. You know, he's on my property. You know, and this is my area, my territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get it. What do you think? I think you're responsible if you charge somebody with a gun. Whatever the law is going to be on Kyle or, or whatever, the law is going to be right. But if you, like, what do you? Somebody's got a gun. Mm-hmm. You can't be like, well, you're not going to use it, and then they use it, and it's, you're like, oh, I mean, you're somebody's got a gun. Yeah. At what? Well, at what point on that breath? At what point does this turn into like a Michael Brown situation? The guy's unarmed until he's not, like until he gets the gun away from Kyle and then turns it around, which he said verbally that he that I'll take it from you to do. He's that's like, what, that's why he I said that's the yeah, window you, of opportunity, right? You'd there. better use it, or I'm gonna snatch it and use it on you. Is essentially what he said. I mean, and I, so many I, words. I think right then and there, when he says that, he takes a step back. I think he would have been justified in pulling the trigger and shooting him right then and there. I mean, it's not like he had the gun next to him. He mm-hmm. went in to go get the gun. That also, Obviously, that puts him as the aggressor right, right away. Okay. Um, and then he comes out, you know, he, he shouldn't have fired any of those rounds. You think so? so yeah. All right. Absolutely. I also think this guy shouldn't have been charging a guy with a gun. Oh, yeah? I'm going to stick with that. Because, yeah. I mean, you're whatever. Okay, at that point, is the guy alive? Is he dead? The guy that got shot? Oh, he's, he's dead. Yeah. He's dead. I mean, uh, great. Okay, so Kyle goes to jail. You're still dead. Mm-hmm. Right. We're gonna Absolutely. do. Oh, you you you're gonna suffer for this in court. You're dead. Right. Like, stop charging people with guns. Right, right, right. But then at the end, he basically states, "I told y'all to leave." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Basically saying that I did this because you trespassed. We came leave. to get her his son. But you are not justified in. She should have told that. She should have told that. saying, if someone's criminally trespassing, then. You have to call the police. The police have to come and issue a warning to the right, person. Right, right, right. You can't shoot trespassers. So, you know, he should have just gone inside the house, called the police, let the police come out, like you said, and handle that situation. What yeah. happens if the guy followed him into the house? That changes things. Okay. Now you're justified using force, daily force. Now it becomes castle doctrine. Okay. So if someone unlawfully enters your home, you can use force or daily force to stop them. Right. That makes sense. That changes things. Yeah. So if he'd have done that, that would have been a big mistake on his part. They're both responsible for looking at this. And he, he, they, yeah, he should know, you know, being a, a gun advocate, you know, he should know what the laws are, you know, should have known, you know, not to do that. And then he admits, like you said, he admits, you know, I told y'all to leave. So he admits it's all about trespassing. It's not about I'm, I'm in fear of this, you know, he's trying to take the gun from me. It wasn't all anything about that. It was all about trespassing. He can't shoot trespassers. You know, and then we're—I think we've gone back and forth on social media about you know the child custody thing. You know what? You know was that the location and the time that he was supposed to pick up the kid? But unfortunately, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if that was the place or location at all. It doesn't matter. You know what? What this is all about is was he justified in shooting him? You know, can you shoot this person because you told them to leave? They refuse to leave. That's what it's all about. And that's where the jury's going to have to decide. And still to this day, charges have not been made. No. Uh, no charges have been filed. It, this case, every, the, because the guy that pulled the trigger is married to a judge, and so uh-huh. all the DAs in the area have recused themselves because they uh-huh. don't want to deal with that case. Uh, the, there's two civil suits been filed, and uh, unfortunately those civil suits have been filed in the court of the judge of the shooter. Uh-huh. So, so you see where there's, yeah. there's a quandary there. So now this case has been referred to the AG's office, and the AG is trying to you know figure everything out. And they're trying to walk a thin line there because they want to make sure they you know they do everything right because there's a judge involved. This judge has been po- appointed a judge by Greg Abbott, and so they want to make sure you know they don't make their boss look bad. I just call hold it up. like I see it. Yeah. Hold up, hold up. Hold <laughs> I call up. it like I see it. That guy 
that shot the person is married to, is married a, judge. to a judge and they live in that, Lubbock, Texas. That that judge lives in a shabby home like that. They, that they, they're that was not a, getting paid. Actually, that was an office. That was that was his office. It, it looks like a house. It's Lubbock, Texas, you know. So there was, you know, chickens, roosters in Lubbock, the background. Lubbock, you know. Texas. You <laughs> got to start paying your judges more. We'd never be in this situation. <laughs> it's a little country there. A lot going on there. <laughs> she's just mad. She's got to do her work out of a trailer park. So. <laughs> that's what's happening. You think that's what's going on? A hundred percent. I was like, I was like, oh, this guy probably sells donuts by the road. <laughs> Turns out he's married to a judge. What is this? Sound like they were selling eggs, you know, from the chicken coop. Man. A lot going on. Inflation, dude. <laughs> but but he was married, right? Kyle yeah. was, was married. That's yeah. right. She he left was... him after that? Oh, yeah. They, they, no, someone followed, what, what, someone what followed for a divorce. The, the, the tall guy, the guy who ended up pushing up daisies, um, his ex-wife is with Kyle now. So, what? Yeah, oh, so yeah. she's the third piece there. Oh, we come God. back yeah. from the break. We'll, we'll pull it all together. An inmate confesses to another killing before his execution. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. This is Coley on Noir, and you're listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right, so let's talk about this inmate. (laughs) So an inmate confesses to another killing before his execution, tells cops where to find the body and everything. So David Neal Cox, a Mississippi man, executed for killing his estranged wife and other crimes, and last month became the first execution performed in the state in nine years, admitted to a second 2007 murder that could lead police to... The body of the person, you know, the missing woman and everything. So he just, man, right before they execute this guy, he said, oh, by the way, since you guys are sending me on to, you know, to see Jesus, you know, I killed kill somebody else, too. <laughs> that That's what a lot of murderers do. Do they really? Yeah, that's a thing because they then they're they're prolonging their time. People on death row, they'll do anything that they can, including and you can Google this one. Uh, you know, famous, uh, regressively large last meals. Mm. They'll have like five gallons of chocolate milk, mm. you know, um, 20 pounds of KFC fried chicken, like just tons and tons of stuff because you can't go to the chair or the gas chamber until you're done with that meal. Mm. Hmm. So mental note. Right, yeah. <laughs> Fried chicken it is, yeah. boy. <laughs> that's right. That's what I'm doing. When I mean, but can you imagine you're about to go out and then you poop yourself? Yeah, that's no, what's going to happen No, Nobody uh-huh. ever eats it. Like, yeah. That's that's the one time yeah. that the guys who work in the kitchens at the, at the prisons that they really put, like, their heart and soul into what yeah. they're doing because as soon as the guy goes off and he's in the gas chamber, all that food just comes back to them and they mow it down. Mm. Can you imagine that? I wouldn't want to eat that. I'd be like, uh-uh, no. <laughs> This was a dead man's meal. Well, if you're the type of person who ended up in a federal penitentiary, that's true. That's like, true. I about that. <laughs> it might be might be one of the yeah. least. You might be bad married to a judge who lives in a trailer park. There I you understand. go. I understand. That's what's happening. So, what do you, what do you guys think about that Midland shooting of uh, the guy, the homeowner, who was acquitted after the jury deliberated for ninety minutes? All he, just ninety minutes. They're like, hey, look, we're out of here. Look, you know, the 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 day is almost over. 
let's you know let's just go ahead and put up the vote you know did, did this guy do this intentionally well, you know was he should he been justified you know let's go ahead and vote and they they said he was not guilty of murder murdering a midland police officer uh, who was looking for a burglar around this guy's home because the guy the homeowner did not know that was a police officer thought that was the intruder ended up shooting and killing him you know what do you guys think about that justified comes well, back his to alarm intent. went off right uh-huh. So his alarm went off. Police were notified. Police came to the home. Yes. They went to the back door, which was locked, then went to the front door, which they were able to open. Uh-huh. And then they just stepped in, I believe, uh-huh. and said, please come to the sound of my voice, Midland Police. Right. Right. And then, bang. Boom. But you don't know that boom, he heard boom. it. Well, not only that, but I'm, I mean... I'm personally really apprehensive just because someone's knocking at my door. That's right, yeah. Saying that they're here yeah, as they're a census taker. Police. Yeah, I mean, they could have five or more people because they see that I don't have cameras outside my house, so they know that they can be <laughs> <laughs> sprawled out wherever around a corner. Um, so the same thing goes with, you know, police. So I, th- with this thing, it seems like it's got to come down to intent. Like, does did this homeowner was he on a mission to go ahead and kill an absolute stranger police officer? Like, why wouldn't he have just gone out and ambushed cops in their car? Why would he be waiting for some point in time for a false alarm to send them to his house? And then he's just going to come out blasting. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to, yeah, they got, they got to prove the intent side of it. And then what the easy part of it is he's got to prove that he was in fear for his life. I think this is going to be a combination of a couple of things. I think it's a it's going to be a dispatcher issue because typically when you're on the phone, you're calling nine one one. They keep you on the phone when the police get there, and they they tell you, look, all right, the police are outside. You know, if you have any firearms, put them down. You know, because our our officers are outside. They're on the scene there, and they're going to try to gain entry into the home to see you know if there's any intruders inside the house. So it's a commun- it's a communication issue between the dispatcher and the guy the person that called nine one one. And communicating with law enforcement who are on the scene. Because typically, that's how it happens. They're like, hey, all right, police are on the scene. They're there. Put your gun down because I don't want you to shoot my officer. Right. You know, so I, I think there's a lot more going on. So there's something, you know, there's something there, you know, that's missing. Were the from cops the on the phone with the homeowner or was it just the alarm sent the cops and the ah. cops were there and the guy was asleep and he right. was roused by the sounds of a prowler? Yeah. Wasn't it that? And and there's nothing wrong with calling the the homeowner's house, you know. But, Did they uh, having a dispatcher do that? Yeah, you know, it's a it's a it's a big huge communication issue. And I can see as a homeowner how you you know your alarm goes off, someone's outside your home, they're creeping around your house, and if you don't have the ability to have a camera or something like that, look outside. I can see where that you know that happens because that's I, always the first thing that happens with a security if agency. You they're they're going to call you and be like, "Hey, Michael, just you know." Saw that your alarm went off, everything cool, right. and then you know you've got to give them your passcode, correct, and safety word or whatever correct. over the phone. Um, yeah, yeah. So it makes yeah, I can see where that happens. So yeah, I can definitely <clears throat> see where jury you know says, hey, you know, man, this guy's he didn't he didn't have any malicious intent. Definitely not guilty. All right, check. Go ahead. So I'm actually still uh, licensed with Brinks. I uh, worked for a home security company for about 15 years. All right. Um, so older alarm systems, um, they actually go through a telephone line. And so when the uh, security system actually goes off, it ties up that phone line. So mm. the security the security company is not able to call you. Mm. And so the first thing that they're going to do is they're going to they're gonna call the police department and let, let them know, hey, this is the address. Uh, the alarm's going off. Check it out. 
was this an older system? I have no idea, actually. Um, it, I mean, it could have been a newer system, could have been an older system. But the thing is about new systems is they actually come over the panel to verify what's going on instead of calling on the phone. And so with older systems, though, they do go through a phone line and it ties up the line when the system's going off. So they're well, not able to actually calling call. somebody on their cell phone then? Yeah, I mean, calling them on the cell phone should have been their first priority because uh, the security company. But you actually... got to have the cell phone number. Yeah, that's exactly. the kicker. Yeah. So uh, a security company though has a list of numbers to call uh, as emergency contact. But um, if he doesn't have a cell phone, then I mean, you know, there's no way to call him. Mm. So. And he is an oil man, so. <laughs> so he could be an older guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an oil man. See. Let's go back to Colorado for a second. Colorado. Man, Santa Claus decided to get his concealed handgun permit in Colorado. And the sheriff's department out there had to apologize because, you know, you're not supposed to send pictures of people and tell someone that they're getting their license and stuff like that. It's supposed to be something that's classified, you know, a secret or whatever. You're not, law enforcement is not supposed to share that information. But uh, they sent out a tweet in Colorado, El Paso County there in Colorado, of a picture of Santa Claus, a tweet from a Colorado sheriff's office with a photo of a man resembling Santa getting his concealed handgun permit. Because you know what? You know, it's Christmas time and, you know, and big day. Santa's yeah. got to get his reindeer ready. And he's coming down that chimney. He doesn't want you to think, you know, he's the burglar. He may have to defend himself. So Santa's like, I need to get myself a gun just like everybody else. Especially because all these kids are punks now. <laughs> they may like, try to you, jack Santa. Santa's like, you've been naughty. <laughs> you just never know. This you know. feels like a deep state operation. <laughs> you think so? The releasing of that picture, yeah. They're trying to sow, sh sh sow strife between the non-gun owners <laughs> and the gun. What better way than to have Santa in the middle of the crossfire? Oh, man. Santa say, I need a gun. That's right. Keep it on that big red suit there. I wonder <laughs> what kind of gun Santa's going to pack. What do you think? You might know. What kind of gun you think Santa's going to pack? What is it? 10, 10 mil? 10 millimeter? I think an AR. Yeah, I was going to say AR. AR pistol. Yeah. <laughs> AR pistol. I'd say do you have an AR. That's right. According Bazooka. to the Weird Al song, The Night Santa Went Crazy, he's got a whole gaggle of stuff. He's got a German Luger. He's got all sorts of goodies. Oh, Is that oh, just oh, me? Oh, Merry Weird Christmas. Al, Night Santa Went Crazy. <laughs> Never heard it. Oh, my God. It's so good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Apparently, someone said their their kids are so terrified now that now they, they, they think Santa's going to come to their house and shoot them. Oh, get over it. Stop raising your children to be weak. Well, it's funny because last year the story with Santa, the gun controversy was there was a Santa somewhere at some mall and a kid asked for a Nerf gun. Mm. And he said, no. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Not doing it. So I'm saying no, this my is elves a don't, I don't. I don't let my elves make Nerf guns. So then like community banded together and this kid's got like an arsenal. The kid has a bazooka every, now. Every, every Nerf gun ever conceived. That's all. That's all. Uh, I told you, it's a psychological operation. Every year, something was just Santa to make Claus. the pendulum swing back yeah. the other way. Somebody yeah. else said it's Christmas time. Just had a school shooting where a kid killed three others with the Christmas present. What a great time to market guns to kids. Oh, that sounds like the woman that was in your class. <laughs> <laughs> it takes all kinds, you know. You just have to stand there and smile. You know, I, I always stand there and smile. No, you, know, you did no, a good job. No, ma'am. No, sir. This is what we have to do. We have to do this right here, right there, and do this. You know, I would have sat down and been like, well, since you know so much about the law, why don't you teach us? <laughs> it's hard sometimes. I'm telling you. But they don't. That's it. I know. That's they don't. it. Progressives don't. They, they don't. They, but they as soon as you say that, they shut yeah, up. They want to hand it over. They like, no, there's got to be a committee and a commission and this million dollar mark. 
yeah. allotted to figuring out the problem. It's like, wait, aren't we just talking about sporks versus forks? <laughs> like, we have to have a feelings commission yeah. and make sure that this doesn't. We offend. need to figure out why glue doesn't stick to the inside of a bottle. <laughs> Send them out there. Just we need we oh, need I've, funding for this. I've never thought about that. Wow. Yeah, you got me now. Uh, <laughs> All right, we come back. We're gonna talk about uh, in Central Texas, a lawyer got three years uh, for shooting at census workers for trespassing on their property. This is an attorney. So for all you people on social media, play close attention. This is an attorney that thought she could shoot trespassers and find out what she got, what happened to her. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Yo, what's going on, guys? It's Chad Jones here, and I get my gun news from Michael Cargill on Come and Talk It. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, we're going to travel over to California real quick, and, real quick and talk about California would-be victim manages to get robber's gun and use it against them shooting one dead. So a man near University of Southern California fought back against three armed would-be robbers, killing one of them with a gun they dropped during the altercation. Man, could you imagine going into a place and robbing a place and, and you dropping your gun and one of the people that you're pointing a gun at grabs it and, and uses it against you? I remember seeing a uh, video of that at some shop. Maybe it was a vape shop or something. Yeah. But the guy has a gun. You know what I'm talking about, Kyle. Yeah, wasn't the guy wearing sweatpants or something? He tried to jump <laughs> over the counter. Makes sense. And it just like it just flew either out of his hand or out of his sweats. And then the guy, he hopped like a frog <laughs> out the door and like splatted into the door. He he gave himself <laughs> the, the Al Bundy and then got out. But yeah, and, and the 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 uh, it was a female clerk. She never even used it, she just had it. So the guy must have, it must have been a hot weapon. Like he must have had some intention of, of either using it. There should be, there should be a, you know how they have America's Funniest Videos, but it should be like liberals using guns. Right. <laughs> it's like, here they go again, guys. Yeah. Well, never is... put your gun into your sweatpants. Yeah. Rule number one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's just, I don't know. That's just crazy to me. I don't know. I don't know. All right. So I do want to talk a little bit about, you know, uh, the, uh, God, what is that case? Um, not the Lovett case, but uh, uh, Colleen, the one in Colleen. The, yeah, there's well, there was one in Colleen where uh, uh, the police executed a no knock warrant, and this guy, you know, it, it's not turned out the same way like the Midland case. You know, the police went to his house, executed a no knock warrant. He didn't know they were law enforcement. He thought this that was someone breaking into his house, and he tried to defend himself, and it's turned out totally different for him. You know, and I just don't, it's, it's, it's amazes me, you know, how these cases are turning out. I think lately, I think the juries are getting it right lately. You know, within this lat this year, 2020, I think our juries are getting it right. You look at the Cal Rittenhouse case, the jury got it right. Ahmaud Arbery case, the jury got it right. You know, looking at all these cases and they're like, they're finally doing it right. In this case in Midland, Texas, the jury actually, unfortunately, the jury got it right. You know, the guy didn't know that was law enforcement. He tried to defend himself inside his home. And so, you know, hey, the jury got it right. 
And I and I commend our jurors, you know, because they're they're doing you know that that hard work. You know, you should go vote, go vote, and when you get that jury summons, answer that summons and go and do your jury duty, because you could be that person that's sitting on that on that trial, that case, and you get to decide, you know, what goes on and what happens. Uh, and that I think that's really important. You know, what do you guys think? I got called in for jury selection. And you tried when, to avoid it. When I was, I think, 17, 18. Yeah, that's And I was like, long. like, yeah. And I was just like, what are these people thinking? Yeah. You're like, and, oh. even, and even now, looking back on it, I'm like, my mindset back then, especially, like, someone's, someone's either monetary value in the future for, for being sued or whatever's going to be jail time. They don't. They didn't need it on my shoulders. Yeah. Um, but on that, I mean, yeah, the juries have been getting it right. I totally, you know, it's it's. Uh, I think that everyone's kind of been woken up out of this Twitter sphere stupor that we've all put ourselves into uh, from 2020. What do you mean? I mean that people got a real a little bit of a dose of reality, and I think that also, uh, you know, for for the two weeks or whatever where I. Personally, I think a lot of people actually did obey that whole thing, and they stayed home, and they got in touch with their own stove and having some hot meals at home. If you, look, if you're still together with your like loved that. one after sitting down exactly. in 2020, yeah, you know, my, yeah. then you think, deserve to be with each other. I think, I think that 2020, <laughs> there's a, a like so many horrendous things that came out of it, like the Great Reset and all this other stuff. But as far as on the human level, I think that it forced a lot of people to reconnect, uh, you know, on a personal level. Um, and, and being able to weigh in, like what's actually important. And through that came this Rittenhouse case and people were able to see, and, and they didn't have that momentary, um, you know, lapse in, in, in memory that, Mm. that, 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 uh, that, that, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for even here? Um, that attention span of a gnat. They're like, okay, I remember exactly where I was in 2020. I remember Mm -hmm. where the country was in 2020. I remember the level of fear that I had when I just wanted to, like, I had to avoid certain parts of town. Um, so let me ask you, Kyle, should I get the vaccine or should I not? Absolutely not. Dude. Why? Are you going to start this? You're, yeah. You're trying we're gonna, to start, what are you, the CIA? We're going to start. So we're, doing, we're doing this right now. We're doing this. So should I get the shot or not get the shot? Here's the thing. I, I'm, I'm a personal liberty guy to the point where, you know, I think if you really want to shoot heroin into your neck and headbutt a running table saw, <laughs> sure, I'm going to try to talk you out of it for about 30 minutes. But it's up to you. You do, do it if you want to do it. It's it's a do. But but here's the thing: is anyone who wants to get the shot are they really doing it because they want to do it, or are they doing it because they're such a coward? Yeah. That they can't stand on their own two feet. Like coercion of oh, that's your choice to lose your job. Oh, that's your choice to never take a, a, a flight that's your choice to not see your dying loved one what about abortion that's that's not your choice that's a different person can we can, I wait, wait, can, can we stick to one topic nah, nah, all right, right, go. Go. Nah. Can, all right, you do, think do, this do, is gonna be easy want, this is not the last four kill, minutes is not gonna be easy. can i kill this baby after i give birth to it because it's actually a burden i gotta breastfeed it and yeah, take exactly. care of it or i gotta find a new home for it i can just snuff the life right out of it and then there's no problems if you're in a few states have you ever seen pictures of abortion no. at like 16 weeks Mm-mm. they are it's clearly horrible. taking out another human body yeah so yeah. the whole my body, my choice falls apart. These are 
idiotic mantras that they gave us when we were asleep and we mm-hmm. just repeated it without thinking mm-hmm. and we don't really think about what we're thinking and then you know that it's not really what people believe because when we're in a situation where it's truly my body it's not your choice right so y- you can clearly see that the whole uh, logic falls apart yeah. I, I agree with her 100 percent, and i'm not even a good christian bible it doesn't come from that so should i have a right place to, at all so should i have a right to not pay child support it's a good question yeah that you, one. this is not going to be easy people you think this is going to be easy this is not easy you know i'm going to say it depends on the context of what happened mm-hmm. yeah so if she, and this is going to be very hard to prove right Okay. But, like, if she was like, nah, I'm on birth control, and you both were like, we're not having a baby, yeah. and then she's like, psych, gotcha, right? Uh-huh. It's on her, okay? But if you were both like, what, you know, if you've if you got it in writing that she's saying, like, I've got a condition and I can't have kids. Ex- exactly. That's any of that to stuff, so many people. Any, any of that stuff, sorry, honey, yeah. uh, equality, women are just as capable, all that, it also falls to responsibility, yeah. okay? We can't just be like, oh, no. I'm a dumb woman. I didn't know what I was doing. No. Okay. But if you were Mr. Like, mm, I'm just going to shoot in here. Whatever <laughs> happens, happens. Guess what? You're on the line, buddy. Yeah. You're yeah. on the line. Yeah. All right. So no, so no to the vaccine and no to abortion. And do you, are you dependent on child support? It's on a case by case basis. Here's, here's, here's where all right, on abortion. Yes. I'm into heartbeat bills. And I know that as a, like, essentially second amendment absolutist mm-hmm. that's such a silly p- position to take on it it's not um, that silly but i'm I, I'm, I I'm not pro abortion but it's like oh i'm pro gun but with abortion we've got the day after pill mm-hmm. we've got regular birth control okay. you have I so many options I, yeah i i can't tell you how many times i've not gotten a girl pregnant and it's like how that happened is because of a simple you know, maneuver. All right. It's it's the most idiotic thing that they act like. Somebody's forcing me to have this baby. Yeah, like, exactly. Uh, okay. Yeah. Nobody's forcing you to. Yeah. Aside They're, from the you know rare you know those cases yeah. we got raped. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. But that's the that, that's that's the smallest percentage of all abortions. Yeah, I know. But what if, you know? Let's go back to the vaccine. You know, what yeah. about the entire the community? You know. Oh, the, uh, oh wait, hold on. I already know where you're going. Let's just stop with this right now, okay? <laughs> so. The whole oh my god, you're not taking it for you. You're taking it for me. Okay, well I want you to stop being fat because you know I gotta sit next to you on the plane, <laughs> or you get diabetes and that's contagious or whatever, right? So we could do that. Number one. Number two, the vaccine doesn't actually. They've already said does not prevent transmission or acquisition of the virus. So why are we taking they it? They said it since day one. Don't they, understand. Yeah. Number three, even if it did, even if it did, you cannot tell me that me protecting you from getting the vaccine is more important than me protecting my own body from whatever potential side effects there are from this because every single medication, no matter how safe it is, even aspirin has side effects mm. and it is my choice if I want to weigh the side of the, you know, the benefits of taking the medicine with the cons. And I do not have to factor you into that equation. All right. All right, so this Texas lawyer gets three years for shooting at census workers. Now, this case happened a long time ago. It happened back in 2013. But the reason I'm bringing it up is because you have a lot of people that think you can actually shoot trespassers. So this happened in Georgetown, Texas. This is case law, people. I want you to know this. Happened in Georgetown where a 56-year-old attorney, an attorney, you know, census workers went to her house to have her fill out the census, and she pulled her gun out. She just started firing rounds. Didn't hit him. Didn't shoot him. 
but she she fired around. She was convicted of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon mm. and sentenced to three years. Now she did appeal the case. It was appealed to the third court of appeals. And after serving, you know, like I think almost a year in in jail, they gave her a time served. But you cannot shoot trespassers. And when you do pull that trigger, remember this. You're looking at a minimum of $20,000 is what that bullet's going to cost you. That is 20 grand because you're going to get arrested, go to jail, fingerprinted, bail yourself out of jail. As always, more guns equals less crime. You go out there and you buy yourself a gun. You can listen to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t